Shall we begin? Let's begin. This is incredible! Johnny Buss with a masterful solo goal. What a finish from Samuel Silvera! Robertson! And the Man City youngster opens the scoring. Oh, and it's Garan who has equalised right at the end. This is the Soccer Who's podcast, the show all about Australian football, as we look to unearth the next generation of Socceroos who will one day wear the green and gold. Welcome to this special Soccer Who's podcast episode. I guess it's a video. We're going to put the thing up on YouTube, but also if you regularly listen on our audio platforms, welcome to you as well. You can watch this if you want and see our faces and see actually more than just what you hear. This is going to be our Asian Cup squad. We're recording this before I head off to Europe. I'm not going to be creating content while I'm over there. Um, James is going to be doing the heavy lifting on that front. So thank you. Uh, there'll be some videos up. But we thought we might just record who we think our Asian Cup squad is going to be. And hopefully, for our sake, there are no injuries and players continue to play with the form that they are playing. Otherwise, we might look silly. My personal stance is hopefully for the players' sake, there are no injuries. Yes. I don't know why that wouldn't be your stance. Well, you said hopefully for our sake. Well, yeah, okay, make that sure, distinction. sure, 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 sure. <laughs> uh, so this is our Asian Cup squad. We're predicting this, uh, unless form drastically changes and someone has like a run of you know three or four games before the Asian Cup where they're absolutely playing out of their skin, Scoring hat tricks from centre back, I can't see things yeah. changing too much. Should we date when we're recording this? Just nah. so people know, no, no, nah, I don't think okay. so. It's a way too early Asian Cup squad. Yeah. Anyway, let's get right into this. Start where we should always start. Goalkeepers. I've gone for Matt Ryan. Okay. Uh, I, I think that's a, that's a easy. given. Yeah. I don't think there's much conjecture you need around to that. Elaborate on that. He's not had an incredible run of form in his last few games, but he seems to turn it on for the Socceroos, and there's no where you're not picking Matt Ryan. I've gone for Ashley Maynard-Brewer uh, at Charlton okay. Athletic as, as a backup. Uh, he's getting some minutes here and there. Obviously, we expect Matt Ryan to start every single game. So it's a bit, bit of an experienced one. And the the other uh, goalkeeper I picked is Joe Gauchi, who has been playing fairly well in the A-League, has been pl- playing more than Ashley Maynard-Brewer. So if something were theoretically to happen to Ryan, I imagine he would be the one to step up. But this Socceroos squad very heavily relies on Matt Ryan's influence between the sticks. Obviously, there's a couple of players that I don't have listed. Lawrence Thomas, he could have been the third option. Andrew Redman, I think Graham Arnold will pick. I don't have him in there. We don't need to elaborate too much on that. Obviously, Nicholas Bilikapic at Peterborough. And then Mitch Langerak is someone who I think should be called up, but... I'm trying to make this a semi-realistic squad. So I, I don't have yeah. certain players like him who has, has seemed to shut down all opportunities of representing yeah. I think you've team. touched on pretty much all the players, um, except Thomas Glover. Thomas Glover will also be in the equation. I think he misses out, though. Uh, I think, yeah, Matty Ryan's an easy one. I think Joe County's an easy second pick for the three. It's really that third spot that I'm unsure of what Graham will do. What I would do, same as you, Ashley Maynard Brewer, very good player. But I think Graham Arnold, I agree with you, will go. And Redmayne, I think it's time to let go of Redmayne. Mm. Uh, Recognise, yeah, he was important in getting us over that little Peru hurdle. But I think Gauchi, it's time for him to be really be the deputy to Matty Ryan. He's 
been really good so far for Adelaide. Really good high claim percentage in the league, which was his biggest weakness, obviously, in the previous season. So huge developments in that regard from Joe Gauchi. So I would go Joe Gauchi as the deputy now uh, to Matty Ryan and move on from Andrew Redmayne and bring in Ashley Maynard Brewer to kind of be that young kind of voice in that locker room and pushing Matty Ryan and Joe Gauchi continuously. It's a strange one, the Asian Cup, because it falls at the start of our World Cup cycle. Yeah. And so, for me, when when you're looking at World Cup cycles, you want to obviously build to the World Cup, but you also want to find the balance of playing our best players right now. And so, uh, goalkeepers are probably not where that comes into play too much, but I think later on in the squad, you'll find that a couple of couple of options you go oh maybe this is a a better option for right now if we want to win a tournament Mm. versus this is the better option in three four years time when the world cup is here uh should we center backs or do you want to do you want to go left left back right back i reckon center back is the next progression point sure uh center backs for me i picked four center backs i think because it's only a 23 man squad you're picking two 11s and then a, a backup goalkeeper as well so harry sutar uh, talent gets him in there. He plays well for the Socceroos. He's not getting the game time, but he is a such a leader in the squad. And so I think you have to pick Harry Sutar. For me, then things get a little bit interesting. There's probably four centre-backs that could okay. vie for the final three spots. And we mentioned this on a podcast episode that we did. The four other centre-backs that are vying for those th- three extra spots for me are Ale Sakati, Cam Burgess, uh, and Kai Rolls. And then... For me, also, Alex Grant. Now, mm. he is an unrealistic pick in the sense that he hasn't been given opportunity by Graham Arnold previously, and I, I can't see him choosing someone at such late notice to be in the squad. But for me, what he's done uh, in the K-League, it just it, it, he's so good. And for him not to be selected for a tournament like this, even if he's the fourth pick, the, the, the player that probably won't get game time, but just there in case we need a left-footed centre-back who is... Very, very mm. good. Is used to playing in Asian football. He's been playing in the Asian yeah. Champions League. So I think for me, he is a, a solid pick. So if the, out of those four that are vying for those final three slots, I've, I've gone for Sakati. He's one for the future. He's an immense talent. We saw what he did when he was caught up into the Socceroos squad and, and got game time and actually got an assist. Cam Burgess has been partnering well with Sutar, in my opinion. And for me, I, I do have Alex Grant, which means that Kai Rolls, who has been playing consistently and, and you know, he's, a very good centre-back, but he just misses out. I think Graham Arnold will choose him, though. Uh, and then you've obviously got other players like Milos Degenek and Thomas Deng, who are other potential options as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm similar to you in many ways. I break it up a bit differently. I think my I need my aerial dominant centre-half that will lead the line, and I need my centre-back that's more of a sweeper. And I think the natural starting two for that is Suta and Sakati. Mm-hmm. Very simple. I think Sutar's our best centre-back. Best in the air presence, obviously. He scores goals, right? So mm. Harry Sutar's comfortably in there. I think Ali Sakati's his deputy, though. Yep. I think Ali Sakati should be starting this Asian Cup. He's been absolutely phenomenal so far, Ali Sakati, in the Serie B season, leading them towards promotion. I mean, he's even scoring goals over there. He's been decent in the air as well. So for a centre-back, his chance creation has been very solid. Really mm. good passing range. I think he is the number two. Uh, centre-back, he starts alongside Harry Suter. The next pick, I think, is easy. It's Burgess. Yep. He's the backup to Harry Suter. Anything happens to Harry Suter, we'll bring in the other man mountain, right? Mm. So, Cam Burgess makes that squad, I think, for me, quite comfortably. It's like you said, that fourth choice. 
Yeah. Very tricky. I want a left footer because obviously said three right footers so far. Mm-hmm. So you want a left footer with a bit of pace, ideally. So that rules out Lachlan Jackson, even though he's a left footer. I think he's had a very good K-League season as well. Bit of a bigger body, bit more of an aerial presence. Then it's Kyrolls Alex Grant. Yeah. It's that classic conundrum between the two. I think for me, what I would choose now is Kyrolls. But if I had, you know, six more months preparation, I would have given Alex Grant the opportunity yeah. to show it. But coming into a tournament, he hasn't had the opportunity to show yeah. how he plays. I wouldn't be comfortable capping someone at this stage and mm. going into an Asian Cup. So I would pick Kai yeah. Rolls with Alex Grant, unfortunately, missing out due and to lack of opportunity. That does make sense. Like Alex Grant, I don't think it's a realistic pick, but I think just because of what he's done this season, throw him in there. I, I think he's very adaptable mm. because he has that Asian football experience. I think that will actually be a help. And I wouldn't expect him to start any games. He's, he's really there as a backup. So, yeah, I, I can understand Kai Rolls for sure. Right side, bit of an injury conundrum for the yes. Socceroos at the moment. Ryan Strain, obviously injured at the moment, not going to play. Karacic has also been in the squad in, in previous squads. He hasn't played since June. So, so Nomad. Yeah, he's he's not going to be getting into this squad. And I know that you're a big fan of Gethin Jones, who plays yes. at Bolton. He doesn't get a pick for me. For, for me, it's Lewis Miller. He's probably one of the only locks in the squad. Yeah, that's easy. And then Atkinson, who is returning from injury at the moment, and he played uh, 45 minutes against Rangers. So he's on the comeback at the moment. And I think that as a backup right back, maybe if you're looking to do something slightly different, because he and Miller are slightly different profiles. I'd say they're quite similar. In many yeah. ways. I think Miller is more solid defensively. Anyway, I would go for, for Miller and Atkinson as our, as our two right-back options. Okay. I agree Miller is a, it's an easy pick because of all the injuries. Uh, Atkinson, yeah, he's just come back against Rangers. He was solid uh, against them, involved in a lot of defensive actions, funnily enough. He actually leads the Scottish Premiership in defensive actions, I believe, for a right-back. So a bit of a fun one there. The other player I would throw a hat in the ring for, I think, and who I would pick, Someone a bit different, I suppose, an out-and-out fullback, Thomas Dang. Mm. I mean, I had him as a, an option for centre-back, and I, I don't think he gets in as a centre-back. But as a right-back, I don't mind that as an option. As yeah, he's a good ball-playing centre-back, rotates to play well, nothing you know, fancy, doesn't offer too much going forward, but that's not really his role. You know, He's a high-touch centre-back, keeps the play moving, and really brings the ball into the middle for your playmakers in midfield to progress the ball. He also has a decent switch in it to find maybe a left back that's pushing forward. I like that. I think he's a better option than Milos Degenek, who... It's time. Yeah. I mean, I think Degenek is likely to be picked, to be honest. I think he is one of Graham's favourites. And, and for me, I think it's potentially time to phase him out yeah, of the Degenek squad. Degenek hasn't been in the last squad, though. So maybe it, that was Graham Arnold deciding it. Okay. Maybe. I mean, he hasn't played since September, at yeah. least you know when we're recording. And he's it, back so. in Serbia as well. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I know that he brings leadership and maybe that's what you need in a squad where you're in tournament mode. You need someone to be a leader. I think we have enough with our experience in midfield. I think I, w- I would agree with you there, though. So those are my right backs. Left back. It's probably the easier position on the pitch. Yeah, I, I think these two players have been locked in. Yeah. 
Boston Bayich, right? Boston Bayich. Uh, uh, you've got Jack Idell at Bolton. I, I can't see it happening. No. Jacob Farrell has been playing fairly well in the A-League for the Mariners. And then Callum Elder injured at the moment. And Jason Davidson misses out for me too. That's common saying, isn't it? Callum Elder injured. Yeah, so it's disappointing. But yeah, I don't think we need to go too much into the left-backs. Boss it, is good. Bayich is good. I think he's dropped off a little bit, to be honest, since well, he's, moving he's to He's getting a bit older. Yeah. But he, once again, one of those leadership figures in the squad has played tournament football before. You can rely on him. And he is really good on the overlap as well. So if Graham wants to sit with the back three and fix it to the right back spot, Boss, Bayet, phenomenal overlapping fullbacks. Mm. And with someone potentially coming back from injury, we could have two left-footed wingers on the left wing. Well, that's... that's Bit of a tease for you. There you go. Uh Midfield, I haven't distinguished between you know sixes or the mm. eights or the tens because Graham Arnold has been fairly fluid. And he switches between his um his double pivot. We haven't really seen him play a single pivot in a little while. Yeah, uh, and the the role of the midfielders is is fairly fluid. So I picked I picked six. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I think that we will see some form of double pivot with I guess the ten if you want to call it that playing as a second striker perhaps. And so yeah, six six players for me. In no particular order, Jackson Irvine. Yep. Um, he for me is instrumental in the team. First name on the team sheet, almost. Yeah. Apart from Matty Ryan. Uh, Matty Ryan first. For me, I've I've gone Massimo Luongo. Okay. At Ipswich, I think he's been a breath- Asian Cup specialist. Well, exactly. He's been a breath of fresh air as well since mm. returning to the soccer squad. He just he has a, a sense of composure on the pitch. You can see that he doesn't rush things, and many people go, "Oh, might see that as a detriment," but I think that actually means that he is one of the best options because he's not going to try and force a goal. He's happy to recycle the ball. He's, he's very good on the ball. Yeah. And I love that about him. I think if there's one player that I'd love to see have an incredible Asian Cup and revive what he did in 2015, for me, it's Massimo Luongo. I think he's he's very, very good. Uh, Another Ballon d'Or. Well, that um, could be that could be the, yeah, that could be the case. Uh, Alex Robertson for me also gets in. Okay, um, he is the future of this Socceroos team. He's been playing very well at Portsmouth. He's been yeah running things there almost. And so I know he wasn't in the last squad, and I'm not saying that he's starting eleven material. I know I've listed him as the third centre midfielder just then, but for me, he is just one of those players that you have to get in there and. Uh, yeah, he, he's so, so good. Um, I've gone for Keanu Bacchus as well. He's another okay. great option uh, who can play in the six, can play in a double pivot as well. Uh, Connor Metcalf has been playing really well for the Socceroos as that 10 and has been playing really well as well for St. Pauli. I know he plays a little bit wider for the club, but he yeah, he's, he's doing great. And then the sixth centre midfielder for me, uh, he can play both centrally and can play also in the channel. He is coming back from injury though, Ryan McGree. Okay, so some interesting names there. Some names may be making way. Yeah, so, so I mean, I, I don't have Danny John Roo. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's playing consistently enough. Yeah, Aidan O'Neill, who was in the most recent squad, for me, uh, he doesn't quite get in there. I'd prefer someone like Robertson okay. over O'Neill. Um, and I think Riley McGree is, is good enough that when fit, he, he gets in there. Cam Devlin as well also makes way. He's injured at the moment. I think he might come back just in time for the Asian Cup, but... Yeah, he's not he's not going to make it for me. Okay, well, I approached it positionally, uh, sure. as I usually approach yep. the game in my mind. So I thought, first of all, I need to think of the best midfield. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's Masaluongo, mm-hmm. Jackson Irvine, yep. currently Connor Metcalf. Yep. That's my starting midfield three. Easy, done, dusted. Then I think, okay, we need some variety and we need to cover over positional 
issues. Yep. Bacchus is a really good Swiss Army knife. He's been playing well off the club. Bit inconsistent as of late, uh, but that's okay. He's good enough. He's shown he's good enough in the green and gold. He makes it in there as kind of like my hybrid eight. Yep. Then I really wanted to bring a, a good solid six, someone that can play a single pivot. So that's between Devlin and O'Neill then for me. Uh, we haven't seen enough from Devlin at a high enough level for me to be fully comfortable in that in the Nation Cup. So O'Neill makes it in there. Okay. He's starting again for uh, Standard Liège over in Belgium. So a bit more confidence in that uh, as opposed to the last squad where he lost his spot to Isaac Hayden and was struggling for a bit of match football. But since coming out of that last squad against Palestine, playing really well for mm. Standard Liège and playing regularly. So he makes it into my squad. Then at last... Midfield position, I always like a bit of dynamism. Uh, someone that's a bit more explosive, can create really well. So Alex Robinson, I think, is the natural pick there of someone that can move between the lines. But if needed, has shown now at Portsmouth that he can play a bit deeper and play mm. in a block. So if it, the game gets hairy, got a few injuries, we're playing Japan in the semi-final, we can play Alex Robinson, who can play a bit deeper still and control the tempo of the game. So yeah, for us, I think the same six apart. I've gone for McGree and I think you've gone for O'Neill. Yeah, I haven't. Admitted McGree, though. I'll okay. say that. Ooh, okay, interesting. Well, shall we move forward? Um, let's go left wing first. Yeah, left wing. Uh, for me, Craig Goodwin has been a staple of this squad, and I don't think you get rid of him just yet. I think he's probably our best left-footed option on the wing, and I think you have to pick him as a part of this squad. We, we saw what he, he did do at the World Cup, and hopefully there's some more memories to be made at the Asian Cup. I think this is probably his last World Cup cycle. Yes. So, his last potentially major tournament. 31 years of age now. So, I mean, he, he'd be what, 34 by the time the next World Cup rolls around. That'll I'm, be it. That'll I'm be hoping, well, I'm hoping that we have some more solid wingers coming through. Well, if Aaron Kunda develops as he could, yeah. that's a natural replacement, right? And, and Different for, player, but yeah. a replacement. For me, I've, I've actually also gone Aaron Kunda okay. as, as the backup. I think it's that dynamism as well. You could sub Aaron Kunda on with 30 minutes to go, with 20 minutes to go, and I think he could get a goal out of absolutely nowhere. I know he can play both on the left and the right, uh, but for me... I think he's best on the left. He, he is better on the left, and we've got more right-wing options that Graham likes to go for. So for me, those are our left-wing options. The, the uh, one that maybe misses out for me is Sam Silvera, who yeah. has featured a number of times in soccer squads. And look, Mo Toure, I think when he came on, he potentially played on the left. I can't quite remember. Yeah, he plays on the left wing or a striker. One yeah. of the so he's he's also one to miss out for me. Yeah. Um, for me, I've just gone for the, quite simply, the two best left-footed players that can play on that left wing, rather than McGree, Craig Goodwin. Okay, sure. Yeah, I mean... Players that can hold width out wide, but then cut inside and make things happen, drifting inside as an inverted winger to allow space for Jordan Boston Bayer to overlap. And with Ryan McGree struggling with injury a little bit, I think it's best to... Kind of pigeonhole him as almost a backup mm -hmm. coming into squad. If he, you know, is playing well in calf, he can play midfield, right? Yeah. Easy, sweet. Competition for Metcalf, that's good in, in a squad. But Craig Goodwin, obviously, starter right now, comfortably in the squad. Ryan McGree, high, high upside as well. So I think for me, I'm really comfortable with that left wing selection. Uh, if Ryan McGree doesn't quite get there, Sammy Silvera is the next yep. name off the plate for me. Um, you also then have a few other players that are kind of on the fringe. You have Matt Leckie for a bit of experience. Mm -hmm. uh, you could also maybe list him somewhere else. Alan Bill, I think, is just better on the right, and it's not really close. Yep. So disregard him on the left. Uh, for me, unfortunately, Brandon Borello's out injured right now. Marco Tilio, 
not getting oh, enough game time. Yeah, the hamstring injury really hampered mm. the start of the season. And, well, most recently he just played half an hour for Celtic and was phenomenal mm. this half an hour. So that could be changing and he could be a bolter and someone that would age quite poorly in this mini yeah. episode because if he has a really good run to December, interesting, he's playing you know in the Scottish Premiership. Arnold has shown he respects it. If he starts starting games and earns a starting call-up, he'll be in the squad. Interesting. That's a that is a bolter of a selection call for you there, uh, Azani. Not mm, doing enough in yeah. the A League for my too liking. inconsistent. Interesting. I think a lot of our attacking options can be fairly fluid, and that's I, I, I think that is demonstrated by your selection of Riley McGree. I think we've seen that Metcalf can operate out wide as well. More we, so on the right though. Yes. As, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cutting inside, um, and that's why for my right wing options, Martin Ball for me is a lock. I think. Yeah. He is unfortunate, obviously, to miss out on the World Cup. But for me, he can play up top if we need him to. He can also play out wide. I've also gone, and I know that I traditionally like to pick a younger player as a backup. But for me, Matt Leckie, he's a big tournament player. Like, he's a, he's a tournament man. And so, I don't know whether he just comes off the bench. I think... We've seen him in the A-League play as an eight, so he can provide another potential option. I love him at eight. I think he's so good at eight. So he, he provides an option, I guess, on the wings. He can play up top if we need him to, but he also can play in the midfield. So I think because of that versatility, I think you have to pick Matt Leckie. He is a, he's a leader within this squad. I don't know whether it's the same kind of call as Goodwin where you say this is potentially his last tournament or getting towards that, whether he, he makes it to the next World Cup. I don't know, but I think you have to pick him on, on the right wing for me. Yeah. For me, Boyle, yeah, easy, right? Mm. Martin Boyle, phenomenal player, makes the squad quite comfortably. It's the backup right wing that gets mm. really interesting. For me, what I would do is have a tough call to make. Iron Kunda, Grand Kowal. Yeah, sure. Pick one. For me, currently, it's Grand Kowal playing in, you know, the Netherlands in the Eredivisie, yep. top flight, top five league in Europe. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that is warranting of a selection. Not really lasting the world on fire, but yeah. it's so much higher level than the A-League. Yep. And even though, yes, Eric Kunder just earned to move to Bayern Munich, he's playing better than Grenkwall currently. I think the standard football is very different. Yep. And for that reason, I would go Grenkwall just, but I mean, I'm splitting hairs between the two right now. So I'll recognize that. Yeah. <laughs> you could flip a coin. Yeah, I think f- for me... Kowal just misses out. I think he has been doing very well for Volendam in uh, the Netherlands. Mabil, as you said before, yeah, he's, he's a right mid-option, right-wing option. I think he misses out for just. me as well. So I, I do think, though, no, that I would predict Graham Arnold select Mabil over Grant Kowal or oh, Nkunda. Yeah, I, I think that is likely going to be the case, especially he did score or got an assist recently. He played very well. Yeah. yeah so if his form continues... I can see him being selected. Striking options is where things also get interesting. And I think, at least for my picks, you've got Boyle and Leckie who can play up top. I think Mitch Duke is a lock. He's done it once again in Japan this season. He's been very good. Has proven that he is our best striking option. And then the backup striker is where things get really interesting. We saw McLaren playing well against Bangladesh. Mm. For me, though, in the Asian Cup, McLaren is a group stage specialist. Yes. He we'll get the results in the group stage against some of the lesser nations, but as soon as you need him in the knockout rounds, I, I think that he is likely to go missing um, because it, it just mm. is not suited for me 
in big games where where you need to rely on him. And I think as a bench option, he's not our best bench option. Uh, the other players in the, in the mix, Bruno Fornaroli has been playing very well in the A-League this season. He's formed uh, quite good and is able to score a screamer. He, he scored one uh, recently. Mo Toure has been called up in recent squads. Cassini Yangi, Jason Cummings, Fallen off the radar a little bit because he's playing in India, but he's doing quite well in India. Demi Petrantov over in India playing well. That's another option that I didn't have listed as a, <laughs> as a potential. Adam Taggart as well. Yeah, He's not the best A-League striker in my opinion. And I think for me, when you're picking an Asian Cup squad, you want a squad that's going to win things. Mm. And this is where, this is potentially my most controversial decision, but I am going to pick Bruno Fornaroli as a backup striker. You just made a face. Well, Burningans will love you. Well, here's the thing. I think that he provides leadership. He he can play well in big games. We've seen that in the A-League, and I know that the Asian Cup is a different tournament, but he can provide something that I think is slightly different to Mitch Duke. He knows how to bring players in around him and, and contribute in build-up. And for me, I think that just purely based on his form currently, unless he majorly drops off, but based on his form currently, I think he deserves a nod. Yeah. over any of the other strikers that we have at the moment. Is that who you think Graham Arnold's going to call That's up? not who I think that Graham Arnold will who call Who do you up. think? It's hard to pick. Graham Arnold is very... I, I wouldn't have picked McLaren against Bangladesh. Uh, and he, he may well. And this is a thing that kind of confuses me about Arnold. Because you've also got other striking options for me on the on the wing, like Leckie and like Boyle. I think more so Boyle than, mm. than anyone else. Arnold likes to also play with the second striker. And we've seen... Uh, McGree do that. We've seen also Metcalf do that as well. So I, th- I think for me, yeah, uh, I, I don't know who I don't know who Arnold will pick as that backup okay. striker. I, I think he will pick McLaren. Mm. Uh, I'll get into my reasoning for that in a moment. Sure, because I, I would say we'll say my options first. Yep, I've gone for Duke. Easy. Yep, back up someone I haven't said yet. You've said many a time in every position. It feels like Matt Leckie is my backup yep, striker. Sure. Uh, experience, versatile. More importantly, I think it'd be a really good second striker. Yeah. So playing yeah. in that 10 role, kind of dropping into that midfield area, connecting the lines. I think that kind of is his best role for the Socceroos now. Mm-hmm. He's not good enough to crack our eight, even though I think that's his best position. Mm. But for the Socceroos, I think his best role is that second striker, yep. which is kind of how he scored against Denmark as yeah, well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Kang's the second striker coming inside, playing off Duke's noggin. Uh, but... It's the next selection. I think Graham Arnold will select Lecky if he gets fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him listed as like this unofficial third striker, mm-hmm. kind of like the you know wild card. The other selection I think Graham Arnold will make, who isn't in my squad? My squad's done, right? Yeah. Lecky's my last player. Yep. I don't think he picks Alex Robinson. Yeah. I think he goes for five midfielders and he goes Jamie McLaren for a third striker. Yeah, I can, I can see him doing that. I know he... He does like to have more attacking options and maybe takes away a player from the midfield because there there wasn't a lot of midfield rotation at the World Cup. No. I know we had Moy who is very has to good. play when he's healthy. Right? Yeah. And, and he would still be playing if he, oh, he had a healthy back. For sure. And so I can understand why he wants to keep his best players on the pitch. But for me, I'm not convinced about Jamie McLaren's mm. performance He's a very good poacher. Oh, phenomenal poacher. And we, Probably the best poacher we have yeah. that could play for Australia. Yeah. But we don't need a poacher at an Asian Cup. No, no. We need someone who's going to be able to score a goal out of nothing. Yeah. Especially Break the in those, lines. 
Yeah, especially in those games where it just seems like we needed a, a deadlock. And we saw that at the 2015 Asian Cup with Luongo scoring that screamer from outside the box. Someone like Jurek, who uh, in that Asian Cup final as well, is able to hold off the man and, and, and beat the player and then play that ball across the top. Well, that's so, part of the reason I've gone for Lecky, because he yep. can score a goal out of nothing. We've seen that. Metcalf, McGree, most mm-hmm. wings that can score out of nothing. Craig Goodwin's shown he can against France. Yep. Yeah, Boyle on the other side, who you know has done well for club, hasn't really shown that for country just yet. But I think the quality's there and good enough. And obviously, Duke, yeah, his performance at the World Cup speaks for itself. Yeah, so I mean, that's 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 our squads. I I don't disagree with any of the players that you've selected. I think those are all sound decisions. I, I think that Graham will obviously pick a different squad to the both of us. But I guess the question now uh, is who will Graham yeah. pick? And then I guess if you are, if you're listening to this on the podcast, if you're listening on Spotify, let us know who you would, you'd have. If you're listening to this anywhere else, send us a DM, tell us if we're wrong or not. And if you're watching this uh, on YouTube, Jump in the comments below. Yeah. Let us know who you'd have in the squad, who you, where you think we've gone wrong. And uh, that'll be it for this little episode. James is doing some special content yes. over this December period while he's got a bit more time on his hands. So check those YouTube videos out. Uh, but other than that, thanks so much for listening. And we will catch you when we next see you. Whenever this with video, this, this podcast goes out, have a Merry Christmas and uh, we'll catch you next time.